Previously on One Shot, One Kill, we were introduced to the world of Xenaria and all of the different kingdoms it has and focused in on the kingdom of Kilowena in the continent of Aubrand, where we met our three intrepid heroes, Yevgeny Dink, Renakai, and Epimesme. Shortly after being introduced to these characters, we were introduced to the concept of King's Fist, a mythical organization that protects the king as the th previous members were obliterated by a Tiamat. Now we turn the page forward one week and welcome you back to Xenaria. One week after the destruction of King's Fist. The funeral has been held for the previous members whose names have now been revealed to the public, along with their great deeds that they have done for the kingdom. A statue has been erected in the middle of town square, honoring them. One of their bodies was completely vaporized by the blast, and instead of getting a full grave, they got a memorial statue placed next to the graves of their fallen allies. You three are sitting in the tavern that is the Questing Guild. When you are approached by the leader of the Questing Guild, Odie. He is a dwarven man um, dressed in you know casual clothes, not even armor, just casual clothing. You know him quite well because you've been working with him for the past five years or so. He comes up to your table and he says, um, Hey guys, uh, I, I know it's been kind of a rough couple of days, but um, the king wants to see you. Uh, what about? I don't know, he just he just said... The king, the king just said he wanted to see you. Right. Well, I suppose that's an offer we can't refuse. Nope. Nope. It, it sounds pretty irrefutable. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, Ori. It's good to see you, lad. It's, it's always good to see you too, Yevgeny. Um, and he 
he goes back to um uh, to posting uh, listings up on the questing wall. Uh, what do you three do? I I suppose we go see uh, the king. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, let's go on our way then. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see this king. Uh, yeah. So you, so you, you know the way from the questing guild to the um to the castle. Everyone pretty much does because the questing guild is uh, along with the other guilds down um guild alley, which is a street that has all of the guilds, um, a few churches and temples to different gods here and there, and um, at the very end of it, a Chuck E. Cheese. But <laughs> wait, 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 wait. But that Chuck E. Cheese is almost always under construction. Damn it. Fantasy Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, Fantasy Chuck E. Cheese is almost, un- is almost always under construction. It's probably run almost primarily by Ratkin. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's almost always under construction because uh, since it's <clears throat> right next to the, um, the Artificers Guild... It sometimes Ooh. just happens to blow up. Poor place. <laughs> that, that is poor location. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, we'll visit Fantasy Chuck E. Cheese on a different episode. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a oh promise. No. You promised. Is it because of a, is it because of a fantasy Shh. Craigslist ad? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the three of you, um, the three of you go to the, go to the castle you are greeted by a guard in their usual green and gold plate mail armor, um, who greets you. At the, he greets you at the door and says, "Hi, uh, my, my name's Five. Um, only then do you realize that this is this kid is about twelve years old." Oh, jeez! Is that your age, lad? Are you sure? Are you sure it's your name and not your age? No, no. My, my name's Five. Um, I I was just you know. I, I, I was an experimental thing. Um, um oh, sorry about don't, that. Oh, don't, don't worry. It's, I, I'm perfectly fine. I'm 12 years old. I can handle myself. And he brandishes a, a great sword. Ah, uh, yes. Wow, okay. that. Cheers to you, kid. Mighty impressive. He says, you guys are here to, you guys are here to see the king, right? Right this way. Uh, he... Well, you just lead on, then, because heaven knows I don't know where I'm going. He leads you down a hallway to the throne room, um, which you three presumably have been to at least once um, for, you know, saving the kingdom one, one time or another. Just something, you know, along the way. Oh, yeah, you know, just normal, normal just... saving the kingdom, normal hero stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the, um, the low boy, five, um, he says, all right, uh, just wait right here and, uh, the king will be with you shortly. Lad, you're not a little boy. You're a little man. <laughs> Stick uh, with it, lad. He fist bumps you. Make a constitution saving throw. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh. I crit. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, um, yeah, you, you survive it, and he's just like, "Huh, 
Usually, usually people's fists crumble under that. Well, <laughs> I hope to see you soon. Well, and why he, uh, too. precious? See yeah, ya. He, he, he walks away. I like, he walks I like away, that kid. <laughs> and seconds later, um, the king materializes out of his throne, uh, which you know to be the giant tree in the middle of the room, because um, the king is a dryad. Uh, and he says, ah, yes, um, is this the, is this the questing guild? Are you, are you three from the questing guild as I requested? Yes, sir. Yes, your majesty. That, that would be us. Did you say the sound que a lot or was that just me? <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> um, tell me, uh, what are your names and, uh, what's your party name? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, well, I'm Renekai. Uh, that's me. And, uh, these are my buddies. Sup? I'm Epi. What's up? Uh, Yevgeny Dink, Your Honor. What was Excellent. that? Excellent. Uh, you don't need to call me Your Honor. Um, just, wh- again, what was the name of your, uh, your team? What was it again? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> was it the, was it the Thunderdogs? Oh, Thunderdogs! Yeah, yeah, the Thunderdogs. I wear uh, the Thunderdogs. <laughs> the 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 Thunderdogs. Thunderdogs. Yes. The, the Thunderdogs. We are. Uh, he he turns to a um, he he presses into his ear, uh, and you could see um. In, like right before he presses his ear, you can see that like inside of it, there's a mini stone of far speech. Um, <laughs> and he and he says, "Odie, I said to say your best, not your memeiest. Is this another joke of yours?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he uh, that conversation continues for a bit. You see some nodding, you hear some muttering, uh, uh, and you see the king's eyes grow wide. Your your train is. Yeah, yes, yes, young Arnakai. Um, well, thank you. I'll, thank you, first of all. Thank you for knowing that I'm young. Uh, <clears throat> uh, what all was that about? Uh, you looked a little startled, just saying. Oh, nothing. Um, I was just, I, I didn't exact. I don't exactly know how to respond to the three of you. Sorry, it's it's been a rough week for me. The as oh, you have, may have heard from the legends, um, King's fists are not only my personal secret service; they're also some of my closest friends. Of course, yeah, oh, eh. sorry for your loss. We're real sorry, man. It's it's mighty awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he looks down, uh, and you could see some of the leaves. Um, that are attached to the top of his head start to, like, ever so slightly start to droop. Aww. Um, and then he shakes his head, uh, and, like, kind of, and the leaves kind of perk back up, and he says, It's, it's fine. I'm fine. Um, I offer bring, him some water from my canteen. I'm like, Hey, you, you uh, want any? Root comes out and just, like, goes into your canteen, and he says, Thank you. That, that makes me feel a bit better. 
Um, <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable, <laughs> but I, you know, he's the king, so he can, he can fondle he my wants. canteen if he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, he says, um, well, that, that brings me to the matter of, um, of right now, with King's Fist being gone, there has been a vacancy. And I needed a team to become the new King's Fist. I asked Odie to send me his best, and from what he has now told me, his best is you. He looks at the three of you. Um, his eyes are pure glowing gold. And he says, can I trust the three of you? Well, damn sure you can trust me. I you can trust the three of us. I trust and these two with my life. Yes, I trust you with my life. That's so sweet of you. Oh, Red. <laughs> Lass, you're the best. This uh, is yeah. so sweet. This is so sweet. <laughs> Epi, I also you. trust you with my life. I, tr- I trust you too, dude. <laughs> kind of chuckles and says, uh, you, you remind me of them. But, um... Let's hope you can do, be even better. He claps his hands and the stained glass windows depicting the founding of Kilowena go dark. The room enters kind of enters a state that you can barely see anything in it before the floor that you're standing on glows. And parts of it just start almost lifting up um you can perceive it to be a hard light projection of this green map showing all of scenario um this is just incredible the king makes an outward pinching notion with his hands and it zooms in to specifically Auburn. Um And he says, as, as you all know, this is Auburn. This is, you know, our, this is our country. This is our continent. Um, and we are in just the slightest bit of danger. Uh, he does the same pinching thing again. Um, and it, Zooms into an area to the east. Bless you. <laughs> Sorry. It zooms into an area in the eastern part of Aubran. And he says, um, he, he, he looks at it and says, in this area, there is a stone golem that has been summoned, let loose. I, I don't know. It just appeared there one day. It is extraneously dangerous to our kingdom, as with every passing step, it picks up more and more boulders. I need the three of you to go out and stop this thing from destroying us. Do you think you can do that? That sounds like a problem that the Thunder Dogs can handle. Oh, hell yeah. 
It right well does. Just a question. When you say it picks up more and more boulders, you mean it's getting bigger? It is, yes. Oh. Well, hot diggity dog. I suppose that means we should uh, probably uh, sooner rather than later this particular problem. Yeah. Yep, quick as the dickens. Uh, so I take it you go? Yeah, no, we're, yeah, we're going. I'd love to go. If that's all we have to talk to the king yeah. about, yes. Uh, the king says, excellent. Um, in that case, uh, and he, w- and he, uh, reaches right over his left shoulder and grabs. And you see a, in his grasp, there is a hand that was previously invisible attached to a full person. And the person says, Ah, dang, dang it, man. Why, why do you, why do you have to ruin my fun? Uh, he pulls the, he pulls the person in front of him. Uh, the lights come back on and he says, everyone, this is Jerry. Hey. And well, in, in front hello of you. There. Yeah. He says, whoa, uh, hi, uh, my, my name's Jerry. Uh, looking him up and down, you see that he is wearing a wizard robe. That is slightly that that is open in the front to reveal underneath eighties jazzercise clothing. <laughs> he's got the leg warmers. He's got the leotard. He's got it all. Oh yeah. Uh, he's wearing, he's even wearing the headband, and he says, "Uh, hey y'all. Um, I hear you guys need to make your way east." Uh, we do. Is that something you can help us with? That's my specialty, he says. You're going to jazzercise us over there. <laughs> he says, no, well, something similar to that. Uh, he, well, you're um, going to toss us. I always land on my feet. <laughs> I'm ready, he, ready to do a few jumping jacks, if that's your style. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he, he twists his hips in a... Uh, in a motion that would seemingly like we, you, you three would know, like as people, not as characters, you three would recognize as like, um, hula hooping. Um, and as he does that, three spectral hula hoops appear around his waist. Um, and you see him lift his arms, uh, as, and the three hula hoops lift up and he lowers them and the three hula hoops slam down on three, on the three of you, instantly teleporting you three to the middle of the desert. Well, ain't that, that seems, something? Yeah, that seems like a popular move with the ladies, doesn't it? Yeah, um... <laughs> quite quick, huh? And, um... Epi, you feel your stone... You, you hear your, uh, your stone of far speech ringing. Uh, hello? Hi, it's, uh, it's the king. Don't question how I got your number. It is, um, well, I mean, I'm the king. I kind of have access to anything I want. Oh, yeah, um, no, that makes sense. Um. <laughs> the area that Jerry has teleported you to, uh, just, it, it's the, it's a flat desert. If you look around, you'll probably see the stone golem as it is walking around. Um, please be careful, the three of you. I don't want this to end badly. We will, we will, we will stay alive. I, I assure you. I assure you. Yeah. No. No problem. 
he uh, gives you he, he, he gives you like a brief moment of silence in which he kind of just like you could tell he's pretty much contemplating everything he said. Um, and he says, all right, then. Um, well, in that case, I wish the three of you the best. And um, go ahead and give us a call when you are done. OK. All right. Uh, see you later. <clears throat> is, it, is it on Speakerstone? Oh, yeah. Can we hear it, it? Was it on speaker? Did I have him? Yeah, Speakerstone? It's, it's on Speakerstone. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, well then, so I guess we just gotta go looking for the only thing that isn't flat and sand. I do a, I do a three sixty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead and give me a. Actually, I'll, I'll give this to you because it's like it's it would, you would easily be able to see this with like passive. It's a little hard to miss. Yeah, it's yeah. a giant golem. Yeah, you Unless see there was like a sandstorm um, somewhere, which would be yeah. unfortunate. Don't chase it. <laughs> you see off in the distance. Um, you see a fifteen-foot-tall golem. It is. It looks to be made up of pieces of ruins kind of Frankensteins together to form a crude human shape. If I'm not mistaken, that's our man right there. Oh yeah, that's uh, Frankenstone. Frankenstone, <laughs> I, I think you're right. Frankenstone, that's a funny one, Epi. Thank I you, love thank it. you. I'm, I'm here all week. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, if we don't die. Oh, yeah. Uh... Alex, how far away is it's, Frankenstein? Um, it, you, you see that's about 100 feet away. It has not <clears throat> noticed you yet. Okay. And it's moving fairly slow. Is it moving away or towards us? Um, it is moving away from you, but you can tell um, that it is moving west towards the kingdom. That's a bad. That's, that's a bad. Yeah. Well, all right. Now, I think we need... A plan. Yeah. Should we if sneak I'm... this? Like, I think we should sneak it. You watch as it is, extends its left arm outwards, and um, the sand moves to reveal a ancient structure, and the stones of that ancient structure, the bricks that made up it, that, that made it, uh, start moving and flying towards the golub's arm. Well, that's an even no. better. That's even better. Um, Seems hmm. to me like he's getting bigger. Like he's going to use that to build himself up. Like that, the king said. That does seem like the thing that he is doing. Hmm. Alright, so he's moving pretty slow. Hasn't seen us. Walking t- definitely toward the kingdom. I mean, I don't know that much about golems, but are are they talkable? Are they uh, communicative? Uh, can can we talk them out of this? Can we say, hey, maybe turn around, go the other way, see what see what's in the middle of the desert, build a little uh, cabin in the desert, <laughs> live there. <laughs> 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 the kingdom's terrible. I promise. You, you'll hate it there. Uh, yeah, what 
What do we yeah. know about What do I need goals? to roll to learn, to yeah. know? About- um, roll a history check, all three of you. Okay. Damn it. Damn it, you just hate for unknowing things, huh? <laughs> oh. Um, what do I, <clears throat> I don't know what my history is, let me see. That's a straight 15. I have a zero for history. I, I, got, a, I got a 12, if you add my 7 plus my 5. I got an 8. Oh! Red! Ren knows the most about something for once. So, uh, Ren, you would know that these things, they are not fast, they are not smart, and they definitely have no charisma. They are beings of pure strength held together by magic. Well, I'll tell you this much, Yev. Um, they're, uh, well... Everyone's le- less charismatic than I am, but they're basically not charismatic, is what I meant. Um, and they're not smart, and uh, they're they're like big blundering slowpokes. Actually, you know what? Here's the thing: they just all around are really lame, except for in strength. They're a rock that can move, basically. Right? Yeah. Okay. Then maybe not my plan. Maybe a different plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you you can see as this it, it, it's getting further and further away. We uh, really need to come up with something let's go, right now. Let's go. Well, let's, let's follow at a respectable distance. Yeah, we're gonna just keep watching it just from from wherever we are. Yeah, it it is now about hundred twenty feet away from you. Yeah. Could we? Could we lower that down to like a sixty feet distance? You yeah. can by by moving towards it. Yeah, yeah I'm doing you're that. tailing this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, let's tail. All right. Uh, all f- how close are you getting? Um, Ren's gonna stay about sixty feet away. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sixty. All right. All three of you make a stealth roll. Please, please, please. That's 15? That's a 10. You got 23. I got a 10. If you added it. So, it can't see, um, it can't see Renakai, and it can't see Evgeny, but while moving through the stand, you, Epi, accidentally trip over a brick and land in Sand, what used to be sand is now a very, very thin pane of glass. And it what? shatters. Um, not damaging you at all, but making an extremely loud crack. You see the golem turn around. God damn it. Let's roll in. That the wasn't smooth, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you seen me? I am not stealthy at all. Well, now let's not yell at each other. This was going to happen. Roll initiative. Uh, roll initiative. 11 plus... I got a 19. 14 plus... 16. Plus 20. I got a 16. I got a dirty, nasty 20. Nasty. I got 21. Alright, uh, you can go first. Uh, he hasn't noticed you yet. Um, so, yeah, use that as you will. But he is currently 60 feet away from you. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
can I like sneak the next thirty feet? Because I um, my speed's thirty, so yeah. Go ahead and give me a uh, stealth check. Okay. Sixteen plus nine. Yeah, no. I think Bad at math. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah, uh, you sneak past him. Well, wait, he's 60 feet away. How do I sneak past well, him? Not past him. You sneak, um, <laughs> you, you, you find, um, sad and do sneak. Um, next in the order is Natalia. Cool. Uh, Renekai. Cool. Um, past Shatter. Uh, head. Make the golem aware of your presence. And yeah. save. All right. He gets a 24. Damn it! Oof. Okay, cool. Uh, so half as much damage on a successful one. Should I roll all six of my d8s and then have that, or just three of them? Uh, 68, then half it. Okay, cool. That one halved is 16. 15. Sixteen. Yeah. All right. Uh, so he is now aware of your presence, um, and it is going to be Epi's turn. That was almost really cool of me. Yeah. Sixteen. Still pretty cool though. Wait, it's sixteen. What damage? Uh, sixteen. Um, thunder damage. Okay, cool. How how far are we again? You are oh. 60 feet away. 60 feet away, yeah, okay. It's oh. made of stone? Yes, it is made of stone. It had disadvantage on that saving throw. It gets advantage again because it has magic resistance. Damn, okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm going to first move my my 40 feet. <laughs> to get closer. Um, so now I'm at 20. And I am... I'm going to do my spirit guardians. I'm gonna s- uh, Epi is going to play a tune. Oh, shoot. Wait. Yeah. Epi's going to play a quick tune and then summon some little pixie things to... To, to cast right in front of the golem. All right, uh, go ahead. Uh, it just wait. Oh, it just happens. Yeah, I just summoned it. All uh, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the range on Spirit Guardians? Uh, um, da, 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 da. so they like they they're around me like fifteen feet. So like, and whoever gets. 15 feet, I guess, uh, close to them, uh, they fire their radiant damage. So. Alright, um, okay, so it is now, um, yeah, now it is going to be the golem's turn. Make a wisdom saving throw, then. Wait, I thought you were uh, 20 feet away. 
Yeah, I'm 20 feet, and if the spirit guardians are 50 feet surrounding me, like, like yeah, and it's it's still 15 feet away. It's yeah. they're 15 feet away from you, so that means that it's five feet away from the spirit guardians. Therefore, make a wisdom saving throw. Jesus. Okay. Um. That is okay. He has advantages on saving throws against spells. But since it's wisdom, it is only going to be a three. Ha! Yep. So, I do 3d8 radiant damage. So, let's roll three of those. Um, Seven. Seven damage? Seven damage. All right. Um, it barely feels it yeah. as it walks towards you, um, with these tiny cherubs biting at its ankles <laughs> and it is going to, um, you see the rocks in its body shift up its arm into its hand and it is going to attempt to hit you. Okay. And it rolls a five. Plus 10, 15? Nope. Does that hit your AC? Nope. Nope. No? Nope. Alright, uh, yeah. So he slams down with that and misses. But then you see the same rocks tumble up to the other arm as it swings that down too. And rolls one higher. So does 16 hit your AC? Nope. Yeah, so you are now, like, it, now you have a stone arm on either side of you. Ha! You missed! It looks at you, and it, you, actually, give me a, pers- give me an arcana check. Arcana? That's a new one. Give me an arcana uh, check. Cool. Okay, let me d20. That's a three plus, um, I got an eight. Eight? Yeah. I don't, all right. Um, I don't know nothing. Then all you can tell from this is that his eyes are glowing purple. Huh. Pretty. And now we're back up to the top of the order with Yevgeny. Hella. Uh, I want to sneak the rest of my 30 feet and sneak attack with Maria. Did I give you sneak attack? I think so, yeah. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah, because you are part rogue. Yes, I am. I forgot that you are part rogue. Um, (laughs) Okay, um, so in order to sneak attack with Maria, you have to take the rapier out of Maria. Oh, so I, but I thought you gave me sneak attack on the actual hammer. Uh, no. Not just I, on the rapier. I gave you, I ch- had to change it so that you wouldn't deal 700 damage with one hit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right. Okay, so I, I take the rapier out then. Yeah, I'm so sure. you take the rapier out. Um, and yeah, go ahead and roll a d20 plus 9. Got a 20. That crazy. Okay, oh um, so 29, I guess. But not 29. <laughs> so roll, 
1d8 and 2d6. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Okay, well that is 7. 7 plus 5. 12. Mm-hmm. And then multiply by 2. That's 24 damage. Not too bad. Neat. Neat. Um, you stab him in the back of the calf. And he screams. Even though he really... Sh- like, he, he should not be feeling this. But he feels it hard. <laughs> I put some extra twist into it. He, he uh, feels... He feels it pretty hard. Um, actually, wait, hold on. No, yeah, no, you're, you, you, Maria is magical. I'm, yeah. I'm making that decision right here, right now. Maria is magical, so it does deal magic damage to him. Magic piercing, piercing damage. So, yeah, he takes 24. Hello. Um... I'm guessing I can't sneak attack my second attack. Um, I mean, he's probably pretty aware now. Roll a stealth check for me. Okay. Uh, what's my stealth? I need to. Um, I want to better. Your stealth is plus nine. Oh, okay. So that's fifteen. Yeah, he still doesn't notice you. He just he he's like bent on one knee. Um, with pebbles trailing out of his calf. Oh okay. no, who's calf? I'm gonna, me? I'm a stab at his. I'm gonna sneak stab at his other calf. <laughs> okay. Um. Go ahead and roll to hit. Okay. Is that an eight and two six? No. Uh. Roll. Roll to. Roll the oh, roll to hit him. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oof. Four plus nine. Yeah. So four plus nine is gonna be thirteen, which does not hit. Okay, so I miss his other leg. Yeah, but you miss does his he still not, he still doesn't know where I am though, does he? Um, no, he currently does not know where you are or Sweet. what hit him. He's kind of just a dumb that way. Sweet. Um, hold on, just a second. I'm trying to see if you have any other extra attacks. You do have an action surge, so you could attack again if you wanted to. That's true. I might as well do it while I still have the sneak on my side. Yeah, yeah. Does that sound like a good idea? That sounds like a good idea to me. I'm going to do that. I'm going to action surge. Action surge. Stab him in the ass. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead and roll to hit. Sweet. 12 plus 9... Uh, which That's is... twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, roll for damage. One d plus two d six plus five. Two. Ah. Ew. Five plus five ten. Um. Okay. Five plus five. Um. Yeah. So you deal ten damage to him. Um. And roll a stealth check for me. Ten damage up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that is 14 plus 9, which is 23. 
Yeah, he still doesn't notice you. <laughs> he still doesn't know where I am. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah. And now uh, it is going to be Natalia's turn. Renekai. Renekai's turn. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, okay. So I'm 60 feet away from, well, about less than 60 feet, because he, because uh, the golem moved five feet, right? Um, yeah, you are now 55 feet away. Okay, cool. Um, how close you know, is... No, not, not 55. You're closer than that. He moved 15 feet. Ah. Um, no, he moved 20 feet forward. Wait, no, that's not right. He moved 15 feet forward to get to, um, to get to Epi. So, yeah, yeah. you are 45 feet away. Cool. Um, I'm <laughs> going to cast Create Bonfire under... Hmm, wait, no. I can't do it under. Hmm. Nah, never mind. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to Eldritch Blast, then. Alright, um... What, what specific stuff do you have on your Eldritch Blast? Uh... Well, it's a it's force damage, um, and I need to roll to see if it hits. So, All right, uh, roll to hit. Yeah. Hmm. Ah, that is a eleven. Plus anything? Um, that was with the plus. All right. Um, it misses. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so my eldritch blast, which comes from my lyre, by the way, just soars past. All right. Uh, the golem. Is that your turn? Um. Yeah. Basically, uh, I'll run forward a bit. Uh, ten feet, maybe. Okay. Uh, up next is Epi. Yeah. Um, I Epi is going to try doing water rip water whip on on this golem dude. I I have to roll a hit maybe. I think the oh um it's not you have to attack it's the creature has to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh oh okay so yeah make make that. Alright. Uh, you are in luck because he is just a beefy boy. He doesn't do too good with, uh, dexterity. Mm-hmm. So, that So, means- he ro- and he rolls with advantage. His first roll is a five, and his second roll... We're not gonna talk about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he gets a five total. Uh, his oh. second roll was a critical failure, minus one. <laughs> that's, <laughs> wow. Um, that's yeah, so bad. how much damage does he take? 3d10 bludgeoning damage. Uh, so... Doop. 22. And then you can either knock it prone or pull up to 25 feet closer to you. I'm gonna it knock is, it. 
Yeah, just, I was gonna say it's, it's like it's like five feet away from you. <laughs> just crash. So it takes twenty-two damage. Twenty-two damage, bludgeoning damage. Uh, is it? It's magical bludgeoning damage, right? Um, does does my monk key stuff count as magic? Because Epi's pulling from a different source. I I think that counts as magic. I'm gonna I'm, I'm going to count that as magic. And if somebody gets mad at me in the comments, well, I'm making half of this game out of homebrew. So yeah, it's key. Um, yeah. So kind of it is now prone. You you've knocked it to the ground. Yeah. And now it's it now it's the stone golem's turn. Wisdom saving it, throw. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls with advantage. Um his first roll is an 18 and his second roll is a 3. Does an 18 survive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, he now is going to actually wait. No, he's he, he doesn't get advantage. He's prone. Oh. Then. Uh, so let me quickly reroll. He got an eighteen. Okay. Damn it. Um. So he stands up and he is he's fairly mad. Um, and he is going to try to hit you with his big meaty claws again. Um, just a second. So that first hit is going to be a 18 against AC. Shit, yeah. Alright, um. Okay. So that's going to be, give me just a second. That's going to be 28 damage. 28, okay. And then it is going to swing again. Jesus Christ. And it's going to hit. Just It just hits? It's an 18 plus 10. Oh, yeah, that hits. Um, yeah, so let me roll for damage. It is going to do 24 bludgeoning damage. Fuck, okay. Are you down? Uh, no. But, okay. But Epi's not, lo- like, he, he's below half now. Alright, uh, back to the top of the order. It is Yevgeny's turn. I have a quick question. Yeah, what's up? A golem's a construct, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Oh, shit. Wait. I, I want a sneaky slice at his knees. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead nice. and roll for attack. Hey, right. I got fifteen plus nine, so twenty-four. Yeah, that hits. Sweet, sneaky slice. So the eight, four, six, and another six. Wait, did it? It's only done the... Okay, cool. Oh, there we go. That's 15 damage. Is that plus 5, though? You're right, it is 20 damage. 20 damage, alright. Yeah, um... 
Yeah, he's he's roll, roll can a spell I, check. Wait, oh yeah, roll. Uh, yeah, that, that passes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you're still hidden from him, and you still do have one extra attack. Okay. Uh, do you want to sneak attack him, or... Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah. I'm gonna jump, and then, like, stab him in the back. Alright, um... Go ahead and roll for attack. Eight plus my attack is... That, yeah, so that just barely stabs into his back. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll for damage. Um, damage. Eleven. Yeah, so he's, he looks pretty grim. Um. Oh, wait, does he know I'm there still? Roll, roll stealth check. All right. Thirteen. Plus nine? Nine. Yeah, he still has no clue who's doing this. <laughs> Damn. He's, he's really oh dumb. He's a dumb piece of rock. <laughs> like, literally, the only way for you to fail this stealth check is if you roll a one or a two. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, he's having a hard time not, like, laughing, but he still doesn't want to tip him off, so he's not <laughs> laughing. Yeah. Uh, but next he would be. Is, next up is Renekai. Radical. Renekai's gonna go ahead and try Vicious Mockery, then. Because she's still so far away. Um, yeah, what, what what do you say to uh, to insult this golem? Uh, hey, you big palooka, you're big and dumb and slow! Uh, yeah. And then that's the wisdom saving throw thing. Alright, uh, yeah. He rolled a 17 and passes. Damn it. Okay. Nothing uh, yeah. happens then. Yeah, nothing <laughs> happens. Next in the order is Gabe. Uh, don't you mean Abby? Yeah, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Gabe, you, you join the fight from outside. A portal opens up. No, I'm kidding. Abby, Who is this right. human? Um... <laughs> I'm still, like, five feet away from this guy, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. You, you know what? Epi is going to... Epi's just gonna cast Cure Wounds on himself because he's under half. Um, oh, damn. Yeah. That uh, is a formidable uh, action, my friend. <laughs> yeah. I am the only one that's been getting hit. Yeah. No, I did Um like it's understandable. Do heal yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I will cast this with um the the third level spell slot, so it would be so one, two. That would mean three D eight. Yeah, three D eight. Um. So three D eight. Fourteen plus my modifier is seven. So 
21. I get 21 back. My health is at a nice 69. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> um, that, that, that's it for Abby. So, he's, he's just, he, he needs the heal. Abby needs some Mesme time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, yeah. Next up is the, wisdom, um, wisdom modifier thing, yeah. So, I'm going to have each one of you just roll uh, pure luck. Just just roll a d20. God. Cool. Today's not Epi's day. This is gonna go bad. Got a seven? I got a I six. Mean, do, I, do I add Three. luck to it? I don't that's, know. Uh, that's a twelve. What do we add? Nothing? You, you don't add anything. Just, just straight up straight up and down a d20. I hate um, this. Are so, you sure? I might have an invocation. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so... He, he re- so this golem uh, reaches its arm out, and you see the du- the sand clear, and uh, you see a statue. Um, oh no! You see a statue brandishing a large broadsword um, oh, out. Really? And it soars towards his hand and misses. Oh, thank God. And you watch as this sword sails straight into his chest. <laughs> Incredible. And he kind he stumbles nice. back just a bit and takes... Does it stab him in his fake heart? Yes, it does. Oh, rad. Stab through the heart and the sword's to blame. <laughs> Yeah, he he's gonna take twenty eight damage from that. Good, I am. He's and, doing our job for us. Yeah, and <laughs> and for his turn, he is now um, extracting this um, this sword out he's of his st- chest. He still has um, to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, he does. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. He has to make a wisdom save, which he rolls with advantage, which is good because the first roll was a six. And the second roll was a seven, um, plus zero, mind you. So how much does he take? Three D. Uh, yeah, no, radiant, radiant damage. Fourteen. Did I? Do I add? No, I don't add anything. So. Fourteen damage. Fourteen damage. Radiant damage. Yeah. He is looking rough. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm going to just do a quick roll for him to see if he. Uh, takes that out of his chest, and he successfully takes the sword out of his chest. Damn it. Um, which means that now he has a big weapon for his next turn. Don't let him get that far. Oh, shoot. Yevgeny, you're up. Matted. Uh, let's see. Let's do a, a, a sneaky, sneaky dink. Sneaky dink. Sneaky dink right at his knees. Sneaky <laughs> <laughs> dink is coming for your kneecaps. Yes. <laughs> In the dink family tree, we come for your knee ta- kneecaps. Kneecaps. <laughs> tap those knees. Tippity tap. Ew, God, no. I got a two. 
plus what? Uh, two plus, plus nine. Nine. Uh, That's not going to hit. Okay. Um. Ha- does he still know? Not know I'm there. Um. Roll stealth, real quick. Three plus nine. Twelve. He knows that something is behind him, but he doesn't know that it's something that's hurting him. He just figured that out. Yeah. (laughs) Are you going to are you gonna hit again? Are you gonna are you going to use Maria's full might? Um yeah. I sheathe my trusty rapier. I like it, but it is time for Maria. Here we go. All right, are you doing one-handed or two-handed? Oh, two-handed. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Four. Two, um, three, roll with four. advantage. Okay. Twelve. Twelve plus ten, that's twenty-two. That's going to hit. Uh, nine plus four is thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, he is looking very... like. When you hit him with this, uh, where do you hit him? Um, I hit him like like lower back, like that, like lower back area that old people get hurt in. Okay. <laughs> when you hit him there, uh, you okay. hit him so hard that it breaks a ton of the rocks in there, and you see, um, you can see the rocks that used to be his spine crumble and then all of the rocks around it kind of fall backwards as his back does an irregular bend and snap and now he is just the torso yeah run a kite your turn can you finish this off a bend and snap uh Damn, I don't know if I can finish this off. No, I'm just gonna hit him with the longsword that I did not bring to the festival, but I did have. Just putting that out there. Um. Okay, so I'm just going to hit with my longsword, then uh, run in and hit with my longsword. Alright, uh, go ahead and roll for attack. That Thirteen plus six, which is math is hard. That's gonna hit. Cool. <laughs> so that's two D eight. Uh eight plus two ten slashing damage. Uh non magical. Non magical. It's a regular ass longsword. Okay, um, so yeah, it is going to, you see that it doesn't really do much to him, but he still feels it, and he, you can see that you cut a gash into his face, straight through the rock, um, and now it's going to be Epi's turn. Cool. Get him, Epi. Uh. How's he looking again? Like you said, he's really rough. He he's like, it, it, when you look at him, you realize that like 
his like there pouring out of the wound where the sword came in uh there's just like pebbles pouring out of him his form is looking weaker by the second i think epi is going to do up what's the word I guess slam down on his ukulele and then cast a uh, shatter. Cause All right, uh, that's a wisdom save, right? Uh, yes. Do it. Wait, do you have to do a hit or? No, it's it's just a save. Okay. He critically failed. <gasps> oh! Yay! Roll for damage. Times two. Times two, so that's sixteen. What does it look like when this golem dies? Um. <laughs> so Epi slams down on his ukulele, and he does that kind of rock star pose, like. Oh yeah. Yeah, pointing up at the sky and. In comes the lightning, just like <laughs> crackling on on the sky. It's like, uh, Runakai, Runakai applauds. That's that's how you shatter. The golem explodes. <laughs> it explodes into a million billion rocks, and Shattered. out of where it was, you see the same purple light that once inhabited its eyes float up into the air and disappear into the clear blue sky. Can I do some kind of check to see if I know anything about that? Yeah, the yeah. Um, everyone make an arcana like check if you want to. Okay. okay. I was about to grab a D4. God damn it. <laughs> Six plus... Arcana. Arcana check? Yes. Shit. Okay, then that's just a straight ten. Six plus... I got a crit 19 and then plus one, so... Oh, yeah. I got a... I I crit on 19s, too, so... (laughs) I got 11. So, somewhere along the five years that the the three of you have been traveling together, you had come across a enemy warlock who knew a great deal of necromancy and was pure just pure chaotic evil and you would recognize this ball of uh, this ball of energy to be the same kind of evil magic All of us would, or all of you, all of you would. Um, I'm kind of evil, control right there, dogs. Yeah, but yep. uh, Yevgeny, you I... specifically realize because you because uh, you crit on this. Um, you specifically realize that as it floated into the air, it took on a few forms, and you would recognize these as runes. Um, give me a quick, give me another quick arcana check. 
16. Yeah, so you'd recognize the runes as ones um, that would seemingly bring a uh, construct like this to life. Um, but more than that, would transmute a soul into this construct. Okay, yeah, so now you're just out in the desert with a bunch of rocks. Rocks! Dang, Dang warlocks, going around messing with people's lives like this. I had a rock collection when I was Now that just, that just ain't polite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do either of you, do any of you, uh, what, what do you guys do now? Can I dig through the rocks and see if there's any really cool ones? Um, yeah, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Okay. I'm going to do that too. Yeah, same. <laughs> investigation? I don't know what my investigation is. It's a four. Uh, I got a four. I got an 18. Mm-hmm. I got I need a to, I need to be more intelligent because all my intelligence based rolls, which are the only thing we've been rolling so far, are zero. So <laughs> Yeah, so while you don't find any cool rocks, you do find one that's a little bit sharp, which is pretty rad. Um uh the other two of you find um stones that have like ancient text written on them but have been smoothed out by multiple sandstorms over time hmm. but still have like ingrained in them like this cool super rad text in blood red okay i keep a, i keep a cool super rad text rock yeah uh i put the sharp rock on my head Um, yeah, so then you hear a sound that sounds like a ripping in the in the fabric of the universe, and you hear from behind you, Oh, you never gave us a call. We thought you were dead. Oh, sorry. We were, uh, we were, uh, sifted. Uh, yeah, you turn around and you see Jerry. Um, and Jerry says, well, uh, all right then. Um, y- uh, let me quickly bring you guys back to the castle. And, um, he teleports, uh, all four of you back to the castle. Directly in front of the king. Um, you can see, um, as the king breathe a sigh of relief. Um. I would like it known, for the record, I was about to call. Yeah, we 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 literally just got finished, so. Yevgeny threw up a little bit in his mouth from the motion sickness, <laughs> but he's like, he's okay now. He, like, swallowed it and is just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, excellent. Sorry, you you just worried me a bit. I, I sent Jerry to go check up on you. Um, I take it your mission was successful? Yeah. Um, he looks uh, at the rock and he's just like, ah, seeing, that- seeing Yevgeny showing his rock, uh, Renakai shows her sharp rock. He's I, like, I, ah, I, yes, those, those are pretty rad. I, I, I like those. Um, 
But yeah, I, I'm I'm insanely proud of you, all three of you. Um, and I suppose now is your indoctrination ceremony. Ooh. Yes. Indoctrination? Nation? Frick, I can say. I'm not a doctor, though. I never learned anything like that. He means we're... We're getting like. Oh my god! Do I get to start saying I'm Doctor Renica? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, we're like, we're like, we're joining a club or something, secret club, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Secret club. Okay, I can get he, on. He looks. He looks between the three among the three of you, and he simply claps his hands, and a Kenku Burser comes in, um, with a floating tray. And he, he, and on the tray, there are three bags, three knives, and three slips of paper. Uh, as you pick up the knives, he says, um, those are the symbols of King's Fist. Um, I, I hope that you have never seen them before, uh, these will grant you information from all, uh, grant you information from any throne allied with, uh, with mine. Um, they are also the symbols of your status and they must be kept secret. Understood? Mm. Yes. Completely. Yeah. And he, the three of you would recognize these as the same daggers that the original King's Fist had. We saw them when uh, they died, right? Yeah, you saw them when their chariot crashed from the sky and they died. Um, and then the inside each bag, you pick up the bags and uh, the king says, Oh, uh, that of course is your payment. Um, in addition to that, we will see to it that your families are taken care of if you ever demise. But as per custom, I, I, I know that you are all, um, members of the questing guild and therefore you're used to a certain level of comfort. Um, and thusly, there is a 300 gold for each of you. Thank you very much. And that. Lastly, lastly, there's a slip of paper, which has a cartoonish dragonborn's face on it, and it says, good for one. <gasps> and he says... Is this one of those coupons? He says, yes, um, strangely enough, uh, one, there's this very specific special guard that I keep um, at my vault. And he insisted that um, for anyone to go in there, they need one of these coupons. So um, these are good for use in our vaults to get one special item. Oh, no. I thought it was a Chuck E. Cheese ticket, but a Dragon Cheese ticket. Yeah, that, that sounds like something that would make sense. He sighs and he's like, ah, that's where I got the idea from. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, and uh, I guess that, without that all settled, without further ado, welcome to King... And halfway through a sentence, 
um, you hear a ding as, and you see to the, to your right, his left of the throne, um, a door open, slide open as, um, and a, uh, red dragonborn steps out. It's like, Hey, uh, am I, am I, am I late? Am I early? What's going on? And the king says, you, you ruined the dramatic, whatever. You three, welcome to King's Fist. Woo! Ah, thank you so much. The dragonborn's like, ah, oh, man, uh, sorry, I kind of ruined the dramatic reveal there. My name is Pavroff, and, uh, yo, uh, I, I see you guys got some tickets there. Why don't you come with me to the vault? Okay, yeah. Well, that uh, sounds... About as great as anything, honestly. Lead the way. Uh, he leads you into his elevator. And, um, he presses, uh, he presses his hand against a red gemstone in the wall. And you feel, you see the elevator's door, the elevator doors close. And you start feeling the elevator go down. It goes down about 60, um, about 60 floors, and then you hear another ding, and the doors open. And you see a simple desk with a door on either side, one of which he, um, opens with a blazing key that he has inside of the desk. Blazing? Like, on fire? Yes. Like, it, it is... It is white hot, and there are bits of flame licking off of it. Does he have Renekai. a flame-proof desk? Renekai loves that key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, careful not like, to burn the kingdom down with that. Like, swishing, and she's like, wow. Yeah, uh, so he opens the door, and he says, um, yeah, uh, hey guys, uh, welcome to the vault. Um... Go ahead and uh, pick one item each. I give him my ticket, and I'm like really excited, like a like a little kid, like <laughs> going on a ride or something. <laughs> R- Renekai does the same. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Uh, inside, you see. Well, let me pull up my notes. Um, you see a shield with a hideous face on it, a glowing blue trident. Um, a mannequin head with two eyes, one glowing gold, one glowing white. Uh, you see a heavy look, a hefty looking, um, hammer with a short handle. You see mechanical wings on the wall. All around the room, all of these things are in glass cases. Um, can I, can I ask about the, um, the eyeballs in there? What do each of them do? Um, Pavroth, uh, kind of walks over to the case and, um, knocks it, knocks on it twice and it opens up. And he says, um, yeah, uh, this one, and he points at the golden one. And he says, that's the, uh, that's the eye of Ra. Uh, it's a pretty freaky thing. It, it, t- it takes the place of one of your eyes and, um, oh, gross. Yeah. But you, but it lets you know what items in the room are magical, just about always. 
It makes you really, really good at seeing. <laughs> All right. What about the other one? The other one, uh, he points over at the glowing white orb um, that is lodged in this mannequin's eye socket. He says, that's the eye of Odin. And uh, yeah, dude, it's... um. He rubs his eye, and you see that he has, like, a scar over it, uh, over his eye, his left eye, which is the same eye that the white orb is on. And he's like, from my experience, it hurts like crazy to put on, but after that, you know way too much. And you get a cool raven friend. Hmm. Oh, well, that sounds sweet. That's awesome. Uh, wait. Why did I just pick up your accent? (laughs) 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 You ever character voice so hard? I already already had like a giant rat, but like bigger than any kind of giant rat you've ever seen. So I'm good on the Raven friends. Yeah, Uh, I'm not. I'm doing it now. Wait. (laughs) Wait, I still have questions. Uh. You tried this thing yourself. You had it in your old eye socket, did you? Yeah, um, long before I, uh, joined the guard, I was, I was part of the questing guild, much like you three were. Um, and the king called me one day and, um, called me and my group and asked us to perform the the same, a similar test to the rest of the king's fist applicants at the time. And, um, Granted each one of us a treasure in order to um, help us on our journey. Little did we know that the treasures didn't help too much. Okay. He he nods his head solemnly and kind of just like pats his his scar just like softly. He like he brushes his hand up against his face. Well, Um, and you see his eyes fill with sorrow. Well, Did you regret putting that thing in, mate? I I gotta tell you, man, it's uh, I don't regret putting it in. I, but knowing but knowing every language means you only hear the insults of your enemies more. All right. Yeah, but that can be healthy. <laughs> He he looks around the room. Uh, do, you you three see that there are some areas here that they don't have. Um, they they don't have exactly. They, they, like there's stands for items that the items are missing. Oh uh, well, the mood in here just got real heavy. Oh, and, um, sorry about uh, that. Um, I, I rubber and all have. Uh, could I? Check out these wings here. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, he do- he knocks on the- he knocks on the glass and the glass opens up and he says, "Um, yeah, the- these things these are these are the wings of Isis. They let you uh, fly super, super, super fast. But careful, uh, you touch anything in this room, it will bond to your body automatically. Yeah, that that's kind of the price for these super valuable artifacts. So like." I'd have wings just like on my back. You mean? Yeah, yeah. They they just uh they just kind of attach to you. What what is 
that, he points over to the glass case that has the two eyes, and sitting on top of it is a is this creepy looking limp Kermit the Frog oh, doll. No. Oh no. <laughs> Tim Ray. Oh. Wendy, where do you get out of the backpack? I, I, uh. Oh, it's my sweet little friend. Uh, oh, Edmund. That's your, that's your, that's your friend. Uh, Yo, yeah, bro. He's, he's no, no, no. He's specifically well. He, I don't know how he feels about people, really. But uh, I met him like uh, a while back. He's like a childhood friend. Yeah. Don't, don't you mean fiend? <laughs> no, I'm pretty I agree with sure. You. I agree I with that. Friend. I'm pretty sure I mean friend. Uh, if he was a fiend, I'd know. Well, Pat, that was no. That was funny, but it was also mean. He he, he kind of moves his head side to side. He's like, it its eyes follow me. What the? He 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 does. Uh, he does that. Yeah. I. He says. He says. Uh. Well. Um. As long as it doesn't touch anything, we should be fine. But uh. Yeah. Um, about the wings of Isis, uh, you want to try them on? By which you, I mean, attach them to your flesh forever. <laughs> I don't think there's any try them on. It's either you want it, you want them or you don't. <laughs> you know what? Sure. I'll give them a shot. Um, so you touch the wings of Isis and you f- see them glow before lifting off the wall and soaring around in the air, landing squarely on your back, and you feel them retract into themselves, and you and you now have the wings of Isis. A constantly glowing pair of wings that lets you fly five times your speed. Once every... No, not Con- one. Um, constantly glowing? Uh, well, you can turn it off. Yeah, because it, it's like it's it's bonded with your mind, um, but they glow and they. Um, if it's bonded, it, it lets with you my fly. Mind. Uh, it lets you fly twice your speed, five times per long uh, per long rest. Radical. Pyrot says, "Well, those took to you rather quickly. Um, how are the other two of you?" Epi goes over to the the trident then and he's like I think I want to try these this guy this these um this thing yeah he uh Pat looks over at the trident and he says oh yeah the the trident of Poseidon yeah this thing is it's it's wicked gnarly dude it, it deals a lot of damage and uh yeah you get you could have could you have control over water, my dude? It's it's so Bro. it's so rad. It is like any surfer's dream. I I mean I haven't surfed, but I I'll take some of a little Brosidon's power. <laughs> he he goes over and um he goes over to the case and uh you know knocks on it twice and the trident kind of levitates in the air before spinning around in a wide arc and darting into your hand. Oh, hells yes. 
And uh, Pat Roth says, "This is this is pretty unusual, guys. I mean, uh, the these items they um they they're sentient, you know. It takes a lot for them to trust someone, but apparently they trust the two of you just fine. Let's see oh, if you're any different. How, really? Uh, Renekai immediately starts patting and murmuring to her wings. I mean, the wing- we, we're a bunch of unusual folks, so no <laughs> wonder it's unusual. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he turns to uh, Yevgeny and says, How about you, big guy? Uh, anything catch your eye? <laughs> Uh, yeah, not the eyes specifically. Uh, I think you convinced me not to go for that. So, can you tell me about this beauty here? Uh, I point to the shield. Ah, the Aegis of Zeus. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good shield. And, uh, even aside from being a really, really great shield, it, it, it repels zombies, yo. Repel zombies. Yeah. Zombies. That sounds very impressive. That sounds mighty useful, too. Yeah, he's got, like, this kind of just star starstruck look in his eyes. Like, he's a little bit in love with it. He's just like, oh, you are a beauty, aren't you? And he just kind of reaches out and is like, can, can I touch it? Havroth looks at, looks at Yevgeny and says, I mean, there, there's a risk that it bonds to you forever. But, um, you, you can try. If you like. That's a risk I'm willing to take, mate. And I touch it. <laughs> um, the face, had, which had previously had closed eyes, it's a hideous, hideous face with um, snake hair. The, the eyes important. open wide and bright light emits from them. But you can tell that it's looking left and right before locking eyes with you, Yevgeny. And the snakes in the hair kind of come off the shield and go onto your arm, wrapping around it, coiling around. And the next thing you know, there is a bright flash as the shield morphs to be a pr- an appropriate size for a orc as such as yourself. And now you Ooh, have wicked. plus three to your AC. Yum. And uh, it is constantly casting Turn Undead. So every turn, it is casting Turn Undead. Which does what exactly? Um, Holy shit! Just just as a low level, uh, it makes zombies go away from you. Nice. Oh wait, did I get a get a staff? Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't. I didn't explain the stats of the trident. I don't think. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the Trident of Poseidon, it deals uh, 3d6 piercing damage mm-hmm. and 2d4 cold damage. Mm-hmm. And it can be used to cast Create or Destroy Water three times per short rest, along with um, out of combat control over water in general. Just in general. Yeah, so, like, if, but, like, you know, you can't do anything too crazy. You can control, like, five gallons at a time. That's Man. enough to drown someone. That's gonna look epic next time Epi does water whip and just... Epi does water whip and it's just, like... You could carry around a glassless fish tank, like, with you. Oh, man. 
and just like have a. Oh, I just had a little fish friend. Um. Yeah. So. So then Pavarot says, "All right. Uh, looks like you got the item that chose you. Uh, if you get your uh, friend away from the glass case with the eyeballs, um, he's already gone. We'll be on our way. He's already. He looks over at the. He looks over at the glass case. Um, Timrek is gone, and he looks panicked. He's just here, like, dude. dude, 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 dude. What the? It happens all the time. He he's just in my backpack, and Epi um he takes out his backpack, and sure enough, Timrek's in there, just kind of in there with a bunch of other random litter stuff Epi has. He he looks like genuinely scared, but he's just like. I, I'm just gonna. Okay. Yeah, no, you don't, yeah. I I lean over and whisper to the dragonborn. I'm like, yeah, I made it. Took me a long time to learn how to sleep around that thing. <laughs> He's a friend. I like him a lot. See, very lot. See. Um. So he said. So then, um, Paravon says, "Yeah, well, um." All right. I, I guess all that's left is to take you to your rooms. Um, you you get into the elevator. He we get his, rooms. I don't know why I'm surprised. That sounds like something like that's like a given or something. As but, as you feel yourself rooms? going up and up and up, um, you he, he turns to you three and says, "Yeah, um, because we don't want King's Fist to kind of get too far out there in the public." I um. Instead, you three are, are, uh, you three get rooms here at the castle. But, uh, it's a bit cooler than that. Um, you look up at the floor count and you realize that this castle is only about 10 stories tall and you are only about 60 stories deep. But you're currently reaching floor 100. Huh. Uh, uh, that, is that correct? Is that a thing that it's happening? Can't say I'm good at math, but that doesn't seem something that's particularly um, possible. Uh, brother-in-arm, uh, Avroth, could you please tell me how I, we're doing I this? I feel like anything's possible at this point. Avroth <laughs> looks at you with a cheeky spark, and he just says, Oh, we're staying in the clouds. The door is open, and you see a hallway made entirely of pure white fluff. He steps out onto it. It holds his weight far too well than any cloud physically should. And he says, Alright, going down the hallway. First door on the right. You know, getting dink. Second door on the right. Uh, Renokai, and third door on the right is Epi Mesme. Hey. Your rooms are uh, fully fur- furnished. Um, we took the liberty of going to um, your addresses and um, just, you know, with, with permission from anyone where else who lived we? there, of course. Wait, where were we staying before? Probably in the Question Guild. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he says, um, we took the liberty of going over to the Questing Guild and, um, you know, getting your stuff and, you know, making your rooms feel like home. 
there is a slight difference in the fact that your rooms are each about three times as big as your rooms at the questing guild were. Three times? Yeah, so you might have to redecorate just a little bit. That's neat. That's impressive. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll leave you guys to it, and um, have a nice I'm day. I'm gonna need three times as many rugs. You better have gotten all of my dragon figurines. I'll be mad if they didn't. Yeah, I'd be mad if they missed any of my instruments. Um, yeah, so you enter, the three of you enter your rooms, and you see that it is exactly like your room in the Questing Guild, but with a ton more square feet. Yeah, so so that's where we're going to end uh, your adventure for now. Yay! But I'm not done talking. (laughs) More speech. We see as that same purple light that escaped the golem floats up and up. It reaches a floating fortress. It approach. It takes a humanoid form and approaches someone from behind. A crackling fireplace blazes, just barely hiding this person's face. And we hear, the king has found a new ally. We see a glowing yellow-toothed smile and we fade to black.